0: Well, hello, hello, hello! I am Matt Williamson. This is a Locked On NFL podcast. You know all those things. I just pulled up my... went over to our friends over at my bookie. And we are going to pick every game. Just like every Friday. It's the best Friday of the year. Every Friday is better than the next. Oh, Dallas! Really impressive. Um, I felt... I I picked the, the, the skins in that one, as you know. But I thought Cousins played well... But they looked like a beat up, tired team that got beat up in both trenches. Um, Dallas now has two winnable games. They have the at the Giants, at the Raiders. Then they get Zeke back, and I was real impressed with how they played last night. They may not be done yet, um, but let's move on here. Let's talk about the games. And and I, I gotta warn you. I, I just I just hung up with my man Adam Crawley here in in Pittsburgh, and he was asking me going around the league. We talked Steelers, Bengals, of course. And then we went around the league and talked some of these games. And there's some really good games. There's four or five great ones, uh, particularly NFC powerhouses meeting each other. And I got to warn you, I mean, I'm all for you going to my bookie and putting some bucks down, but I don't feel strongly about many of these. I really can envision how some of these big games that we're going to talk about could go either way. And this is one of them. It's not an A-plus type of game, but the Lions in Baltimore. And the Ravens are hard to talk about. Or they're easy to talk about. Because they're always the same. I mean, I I think their defense legitimately challenges Jacksonville as the best in the league. Their special teams are awesome. They're at home. Tough place to play. They're favored by three in this game. You know, and the Lions aren't bad. I mean, I think the Lions are a better team in a vacuum than the Ravens. But Stafford's going to have to stand on his head and... He's capable. You guys know I think that. But against a great D on the road, I mean, I could see why the Ravens are three-point favorites. Oh, I failed to mention that the Ravens' offense is pitiful. Um, Golden Tate has a nice matchup in this. Jones does not. But Jones has been beating good corners this year. So maybe Stafford can get going. I don't think their running game will or can. On the other side of the ball, Ansa's played well. Played real well last week. Slay probably gets Wallace. So, can Collins have a big day? And he's looked good. I'm impressed with Collins. I will say that. I don't say many good things about Ravens offense. But Collins, I I really like how he's played this year. I'm going to take the Ravens to win, but not by three. Niners travel to Chicago, where the Bears are three-point favorites. Jimmy G. But, not a lot of talent. I would think Hyde will be the feature point, but... Bears' D is good. Bears are favored by three. I think Howard has a bigger day than Hyde. I think Garoppolo's more impressive by a wide margin. And I I have very high hopes for Garoppolo, if you don't know that. Um, But just doesn't have enough around him against a much better D than Trubisky will face. So I'll take the Bears to win. But again... Three's too much against for a team that doesn't score or have wide receivers or have a passing game. <laughs> so, give me the Bears like 17-16. Now we got one of the big dogs. Vikes go to Atlanta. Vikes are getting three. Whew. A lot of matchups here to like. I mean, just to, to look at. I mean, Julio and Xavier Rhodes. That pass rush against a pretty good, or an improved Vikings offensive line and Keenum is not taking sacks. But it's a pretty good pass rush. And they're fast in the dome at home. Um, I don't think True Font's gonna play. So Thielen and Diggs will have some matchups to their liking. If he does, he'll get Diggs, which favors I think Atlanta slightly. I think Rudolph could do a little damage, but like I said, that defense runs well and covers the middle of the field well. I think this is a really even game, too. I mean, I'm surprised that the Vikings are getting three anywhere they go, almost. I mean, their D is great. Freeman comes back. That's exciting. But how much are they going to run on the Vikes? I feel like I'm repeating myself on all these games, but I'm going to take the home team to win, but not cover. 21-20-ish. Falcons win. The Pats are getting nine in Buffalo. Um, They're going back to Tyra Taylor, of course um i i i can't give the bills much support and i haven't all year and i know they've won games but i think new england blows their doors off in this one you know i would give you 10 or 12 i mean i think new england's much better i don't know what they do with gronk i bet cooks hits a couple big plays lewis and company i think run the ball really well that i think new england can score 45 in this game these guys will not score 45. Holy smokes. This game stinks. And this should have been a good game. Denver at Miami. Miami's getting one and a half at home. Um, to Denver's credit, though, Simeon's an NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, he's gonna move the ball. You know, he's gonna get it to receivers. So I can see why they're favored. If it was Lynch, probably wouldn't be. Miami's bad. These two both these teams are bad. But I think Denver's D will be very much in control of this game. I don't think their corners will struggle with you know Landry versus Harris or um, against Parker all that much because I do think they'll run the pass, run the rush the passer well, stop the run well. Cross country road trip though with not much to play for. I'll still take Denver, and I'll give you one and a half. All oh, right. Houston at Tennessee. Tennessee's favored by six and a half. I really hope we see more Henry and less Murray. This last month of Murray has been miserable. Um, still very much a Mariota backer, but I want to see more. This Texans D isn't bad, though. Clowney can cause massive problems. Boy, he's... If you haven't noticed, because everyone kind of has washed, brushed off this D because there's no Watt, no Merciless, but Clowney's having a crazy good year. Um, Just wait. This seems to be exciting next year. Savage will make some bad throws, there's no doubt, but he'll also deliver the football. And I think Hopkins has a really good advantage over Adoree Jackson or whomever he gets, no matter who the Titans cover men are. Tennessee's got some talent, and I don't know that Houston will run the ball all that well. But I bet this game's pretty close. It sounds like every game's pretty close by my standards, except that New England one. Um, I'll take Titans to win, but not cover. Should I just, like, record that? Give me the home team to win, but not cover. I Say it over and over. Well, I'm going to say it again. Jacksonville minus 10. Colts coming to town. Give me the home team to win, but not cover. I just don't know that Jacksonville beats anybody by 10. Unless, and they certainly could do this, have a defensive score or two. Or have another 10-sack game. Or four turnover game. All those things are very possible. Then you might get a blowout. You might get four net running for 160 with a lead the whole time. T.Y. Hilton's not going to get free in this game. Colts defense could be on the field an awful lot. But 10? I just don't know I can pick the Jags minus 10 against anybody. The way they play the game. Bucks are getting two and a half in Green Bay. Everyone has a good taste in their mouth about Hundley. Um, yeah, I kind of don't. I think that these receiver matchups are very favorable to both teams. Evans, which have a nice matchup. Jordy, especially Devontae, Cobb, nice matchups. Um, could get Winston back on this one. Tough place to play, though. Probably be some elements involved. They're not running the ball all that well. I guess I get Green Bay in this one. But I don't feel real strong about it. I mean, boy, there's not many in this game this week that I feel strongly about. But, again, Green Bay's not a very good team with Hundley. And they're given two and a half. I mean, they're equal talents in terms of what roster do you like better, the Bucs or the Packers, with with not Rodgers included. About the same, you know. Casey is favored by three in New York to face the Jets. I'm picking the home team to win, and they'll give me the three. Which is amazing to say. But I don't trust Smith at all right now. And I think this Jets D is good. There's playmakers on it. I think they win at the line of scrimmage. I don't think Hunt gets goes crazy. I Maybe Hill gets free here and there. But I do not trust it all the way Alex Smith is playing. And the Jets O oh, isn't that bad. Neither is McCown. You know, can, can they get behind the defense for a big play or two? They've been doing it pretty consistently. Revis Revenge Tour. How about that? He's going to play in this one. Um, I like the Jets to squeak out a narrow victory. I think this should be more of a pick-em game. Carolina at the Saints is a monster one. And I got to say, Saints are favored by five. If this was in Carolina, I'd feel very confident picking them. I actually think they're probably the slightly better team. Just in terms of matchups, too. I think that they're active linebackers. Can do about as good a job as anyone in containing Kamara and Ingram run and pass. I think they'll rush Breeze well. And he hasn't handled pressure as well in his golden years this year as he has in the past. Might not have Lattimore in this game. But Newton's such a wild card. I mean, eh, McCaffrey, I think, will cause problems for that D. I'm still leaning towards the Panthers, even in New Orleans. That's a tough game. I'll definitely take the five and the Panthers, and I'm going to pick them to win. So that's a little bit of Adam and Eve on a raft, cup of mud, and an upset special. Yeah, yeah. I like the Panthers in New Orleans. The Brownies are getting 14 in LA against the Chargers. You guys know I am big Charger believer. Picked them to win the division. I like how Rivers is playing. Keenan Allen could go bonkers in this game. Uh, they may run the ball pretty well, but I think the combination of the receivers and rivers rule the day. I would think Kaiser has a op- major opportunity to get sacked and throw the ball the other team. Um, but 14 is a lot. I think the Browns keep it sort of close. I mean, I could see them running the ball reasonably well, playing slow, playing small ball, keeping it to 10 points, 12 points, something like that. So I'll lay this, I'll, I'll take the Brownies plus 14, but they're not going to win. Rams are favored in Arizona. Seven. Thing That seems like a big number right off the bat, but let's think about it a little bit. You know, that the, Peterson takes away Watkins and Cup feasts. No Woods. I think Gurley has another big day as a combination runner-receiver as well. I think Donald causes major problems in the defense, gets after Gabbert pretty well, but I don't know that the Cardinals will be anemic at home against that Rams uh, defense. I'll take the Cardinal, the home team to win, but not, wait, no, I'm taking the opposite now. Whoops. I'll take the away team to win, but not cover. So give me the cards plus seven Rams to win. Giants without Eli Manning with Geno are traveling to Oakland. Oakland is favored by eight and a half. Might not have Cooper. No Crabtree. It seems like a lot. I know that the Giants are in disarray, to put it mildly, and Geno Smith isn't good. But how well are they going to rush the passer? I mean, Geno can make throws. Shepard should play. Ingram could have a real big day. Um. I just don't know if the Raiders can run away with this against a good Giants D. I know it's a cross-country trip um, in California, and maybe, maybe the Giants totally look disinterested and get killed. I mean, that might happen. It might. But I think it's more of a twenty-four seventeen type of game, you know, within 8.5. Um, I hope this isn't a factor, and I had never thought of this, but I heard yesterday that when Geno Smith starts this game, that now every team in the NFL will have started an African-American quarterback. That They were the last of them. Not that they're racist or anything, but I just thought that was an interesting stat. It was a little nugget. It was like, wow, okay. I mean, it's it's so great that, that nobody even talks about stupid things like that anymore. You know, like when I was a kid, it was a big deal. Warren Moon's an African-American quarterback. You know, and now every team has started one, you know, like, Even Green Bay, who went from Favre to Hundley, or Favre to Rodgers for all these years. Well, Hundley's factored in now. You know, so the Giants were the last of them. I just thought that was an interesting nugget that now all 32 teams have, which obviously should have happened 40 years ago. Um, Eagles in Seattle, Sunday night. This is a tough game for the Eagles, and they have not played a really difficult slate. Wilson could be a madman. Uh, I think Baldwin could have a big day. I think Graham could have a big day. But I think Wilson's going to get hit a million times. A million times. That front seven's going to be all over. And running the ball will not happen. It's all going to be on Wilson's shoulders. And we might see a classic duel between Wentz and Wilson that maybe we'll see again this year. Or maybe we'll see five, six more times in the playoffs over the next ten years. In Seattle, elements. But Seattle's O-line is a problem, like I said. Their secondary's banged up. But I think they'll rush the passer pretty well. I think they'll stop the run pretty well. Bobby Wagner's not 100%, though. And to me, that's that's a big deal. A big deal. Hawks are getting five and a half. I like the Eagles to win in a really fun game to watch. But I think Seattle keeps it close. I can see a lot of points scored in this one. Monday night, Steelers travel to Bengals. Bengals favored by five. Steelers have dominated this matchup of late. The Steelers are one of the absolute best franchises in the league in prime time. The Bengals are one of the absolute worst. I have not picked against Steelers all year, but I just on the air said Bengals 24, Steelers 23. I am very confident that the Bengals keep it to within five. Because all these games are close. It's usually who makes the most mistakes, and that's almost always the Bengals. Steelers are in their head, and they make a stupid something or other late in the game or in the second half or get away from what they're doing. And that very well could happen. But it's funny because, like, Ben hasn't put up big numbers against the the Bengals. Neither has AB. Um, They're low-scoring games. They've been more bell-related, more defense-related. But I think a star is going to shine, and it's A.J. Green. That the Steelers have allowed too many big plays. And I don't know that the, the Bengals can protect all that well, and I do think Dalton will take hits, and they'll probably dink and dunk him to death. But I bet Green has a big day. Like, I want A.J. Green in my fantasy lineup this week. Um, and the real thing is, not that the Steelers are going to, quote, play down to their competition, or take a rival like this lightly, Or any of those Tomlin cliches. But the Bengals really, really need this game. And they're playing the best they have all year. This is kind of their Super Bowl. And they need it more than the Steelers. And there's some matchups in their favor, particularly the A.J. Green situation, that I think could be enough. Um, I think it's a close game pretty much no matter what. Down to the wire. And I'm picking the Bengals to sneak one out. What's up? Again, I don't do that very often. I don't pick against Steelers very often. I don't feel super strongly about it, like many of these games we talked about. But that's my pick. All right, fellas, folks, ladies, everybody, over and out. Have a fantastic weekend. See you.